0: This is 2021. This is the Betfred Red Super League. Be ready. Hello again, everyone, and welcome along to a landmark 40th edition of Eddie and Steve O, the podcast sponsored by, as always, our good friends at Betfred. Fred. Now, I realize that I say this just about every week, but what a packed show we've got for you over the next half hour. There's a grand final to preview, another one to review, the Man of Steel Awards night to discuss, the new coaching setup at Wigan to reveal, and plenty more besides. I hope you've got enough breath
1: for all of this. <laughs> Listen, is it really forty? It's forty, yeah. Life begins at forty, so well done. Well, I'm looking at myself in the mirror now, and I'm thinking uh, it's aged me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet it has. I bet it But has.
1: I, I must say, what a tremendous weekend this has been for rugby league. Fantastic, hasn't it? Fantastic. Let, let's let's first of
0: all look at the new coaching setup at Wigan. Sean Wayne returns, as expected, as the director of rugby. Matty Pete gets the title of head coach. And the Warrington legend, Lee Briers, moves in. This is quite a shake-up at the DW Stadium.
1: It certainly is, and I think that the appointment of Briers is a masterstroke. He was absolutely sensational playing in the half-back position and if you wanted anybody to bring a youngster through he's the man he's learned from assistant coach he's taken it all on board and i think he's going to turn out to be a cracker of a coach and of course sean wayne i think everybody realized that it was going to be sean that be in control they panicked a little bit but he will turn them around yet again okay They got to the playoffs and they got to a situation where they did okay, But OK is not good enough for Wigan, is it?
0: No, it isn't. And I mean, Sean's appointment is the the biggest open secret in in rugby league. It's now confirmed. I understand, Steve-O, that he stays on as the England head coach. But but I'm wondering how this will work because I didn't think all the Super League clubs were too keen on this sort of arrangement because... The head coach of the national side can be privy to information about players that other club coaches don't obviously get.
1: It is a little bit awkward, but I think that Wigan have found it difficult to find someone, even in Australia, that could bring them back to the that we've seen over the many, many years. I know that they were interviewing quite a few people down under, and I don't think that they could find someone who has the experience as Sean Wayne. And as I say, throw Lee Be- Breers into the into the pot, and you face it. Pete has been there what five or six years, to my knowledge. He's been there over a decade.
0: He really has. He, he was Academy reserves, and now the big job.
1: You know? And that's that's the most important thing, Eddie. He knows the academy system. He knows the youngsters that they've already got there. He knows how to to coach them, and the combination of those three, I'm sure, will bring Wigan back to the top where they belong, according to the Wigan fans. Indeed, so well, well. Sean
0: is a believer in in youth, and it could well be the way forward for Wigan, couldn't it? Building the future of the club, moving forward for the next eight, ten years on locally
1: produced players. I think we've only got to go back and have a look at the Leeds Rhinos. Uh, they went through a period where they were bringing a little bit more than overseas players into it. You need that experience. I understand that. They have brought through some tremendous talent. And who knows, we might get somebody back into the England status. They have always made sure that they get the best juniors from everywhere in England not just in Yorkshire but everywhere in England Well I'm delighted like you that
0: Lee stays in the game I was frightened to death that he was going to go to the dark side of Rugby Union but he stays in Rugby League and with a great club like Wigan and again a former under-19 and reserve team coach at Warrington prior to becoming assistant at Super League level I really do think it's a clear and transparent pathway for Wigan now don't you rely yeah. on the youth push them forward a couple of star names come in from elsewhere and that's the way forward for Wigan.
1: As I say, they are going to climb back
0: to the top. Lee Briers was also linked with the head coaching job at, at the Lee Centurions, but he's elected, or maybe didn't quite work out there at Lee. He, he is elected to
1: stay in Super League, which is great news. Well, I think he's made the right decision. Uh, no offence to Lee, but it would have been a, a very, very difficult situation. Uh, they're going to find it very difficult indeed because in top zone we all know they're going to be relegated and talking of relegation you know who's going to take their place
0: well that is the big question that's that's to come on Sunday uh, just before we leave Wigan um, Zach Hardacre he's staying at Wigan for at least one more year that's the length of his current contract but he and his family have moved back across the Pennines to West Yorkshire again and so we'll be commuting now not ideal and apparently an attempted move uh, to a club in Yorkshire has fallen through. So Zach Hardacre at Wigan for one more year. But he wants to play fullback, Stevo. I wonder what they're going to do about the Bed and Friends situation when he comes back. There's the first conundrum for the new coaching regime.
1: Well, I think that's uh, one of the reasons why they'd be probably even allowing to go somewhere else rather than do the the second year of his contract. Uh, that's not out of the water yet I mean, they can say, look if we've got an offer from somewhere it's gone back to Yorkshire and reading between the lines, evidently it's fallen through. Now, Hull have been rumoured to be that particular club. We can't confirm that. We're just you know, pie in the sky as far as that's concerned. But when you move across with your family back to Yorkshire it tends to give you the impression that he wants to play for a Yorkshire club it does, it does. Well, because Zach was once upon a time a man of steel. The twenty
0: twenty one Man of Steel Awards have now been announced. Sam Tompkins gets the Man of Steel Award for a second time. He got it last in twenty twelve while he was at Wigan and coincidentally as a full back. But Tompkins has been the catalyst for the Catalan Dragons this year, hasn't he?
1: It certainly has. Uh, though I must say, um, the inexperienced morgue has certainly impressed me okay is a little bit shall we say suspect under the high kick and i'm sure that catalan irrespective of how fit sam Tomkins is i think it was one of the uh, tv interviews on sky where he said uh i'll i'll get out there with one leg because he wants to play in the grand final that's without a doubt and uh I think that everybody in rugby league knew that Sean Wayne was going to go back to Wigan, and I think most people in rugby league thought that Sam Tompkins would become Man of Steel, and he has. He has indeed, and what's more, his coach,
0: Steve McNamara, also of the Catalan Dragons of course, he gets the Coach of the Year accolade, and uh, well done to Steve, because he's had a fantastic year down there
1: in the south of France certainly has and it's taken him a while to get involved in that sort of situation the one thing I liked about it when he first went down there he said I am going to learn to speak French and I I thought that that was a very smart move indeed so that there's no uh, sort of information that he can pass on to the French players of them saying well you have to listen to me and I think he's settled into that position and remember they won at Wembley absolutely sensational and now they're in the grand final listen the other big award at the Man
0: of Steel at night went to Jack Wellesby of St Helens he's the young player of the year I'm told by the way Arthur Morgue was second uh, but grand final week here we are and it's 2-1 to the Catalan Dragons already. By the way, interesting fact about Jack Wellsby. He's Wigan born. Did you know that? He comes from Wigan.
1: Well, it won't be the first time that no. Tellan has poached someone from Wigan, has it? No, uh, no. They've, they've been doing it over the years. Uh, and look, he's a talent, this kid. I mean, I know he came onto, onto the highlights in last year's grand final and he's developed. And boy, as he developed under the new coach
0: very much so i mean his, his his grand final winning try last year was special i wonder if something similar is on the cards this weekend we shall see L- let's look back now to the two convincing wins in the semi-finals last weekend for catalan and the saints to the dragons first of all i mean what a night it was in perpignan on thursday you know a, a red carpet walk into the stadium a full house based on home support only other uh, Super League clubs please take note it was a fantastic night crowned off by a fantastic performance and it was a great night and a great game and all the fun of the fair I mean it reminded me Steve of Bradford in the early days of, of Super League you know they really put on a show
1: didn't they around the match itself did they ever you tell me the last time Eddie that we have seen a Super League game where we've had a full house Maybe the odd ones at Leeds, Wigan and St. Ellen's, but a full house.
0: You couldn't get in, couldn't get any more in there. For the poor old Hulkingston Rovers, a, a bridge too fast Steve O. 80 minutes away though from a grand final, quite an achievement after last
1: year's wooden spoon. Tremendous. And you've got to say hats off to their coach. I mean, I mean, Smith, amazing. 80 minutes away from a grand final. That is, that is amazing. The turnaround is sensational. And that's only come about by the selecting certain players to play the style that Smith wants. Listen, when they beat Warrington, I know I tipped them jokingly last week about, yes, they'll come and turn them over. Uh, I didn't think that they would be capable of it because as far as I was concerned, when they beat Warrington, that was their grand final. And I think they knew it. I think some of the players knew it. And perhaps, in the
0: back of his mind, Tony Smith knew it well. Maybe so. Maybe so. I mean, we, we've talked about a, a magnificent performance on and off the field uh, in Perpignan. Uh, it was a sparkling performance by St. Helens on Friday. Leeds beaten 36-8. The result was was never in doubt, really. Starring roles, Regan Grace, Mark Percival. Nagama, James Roby, they were brilliant, St. Helens, weren't they? Absolutely brilliant. They've got to go to Old Trafford as the shortest priced favourites ever to win a grand final, haven't they?
1: And I think Betfred Fred will probably be uh, quaking in their boots because uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people, right halfway through the season, perhaps, they'd say, boy, this St. Helens side, solid defence, attack. They've got so many key players. And how on earth that hooker, Roby, keeps performing time and time again. And I'm pleased that he's gonna he's gonna do another year, he's got another another season. Yeah, he's gonna do again. And I'm also glad that he's made it quite clear he doesn't want to play at international level anymore. But what a great player. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's been a wonderful servant to the game internationally and at club level. But Steve well, can can and
0: stop them? You know, remember Wembley? 2018, Catalan Dragons rocked Warrington in the cup final on their heels, 31-30. The magic weekend not long ago, Golden Point won it for them. Can they do it again?
1: Well, you never know, Eddie. It's <laughs> it's, it's very yeah. difficult to say. As I said, I I perhaps thought that hulkington Rovers maybe could have got a bit of an upset, but uh, that's how it goes. Uh, but Saint Talents have got to be so far in front. A lot will depend, Eddie on whether Sam Tompkins is fully fit or even 90% fit. I know he says he'll, he'll get on with one leg uh, but how many times have we seen it where coaches have taken the risk with a player with a deep injury and it has really dragged the team down and normally you finish up losing.
0: Well, that is true but I think that the new Man of Steel might be worth taking
1: Uh, that sort of a chance on you're right great pack enthusiastic solid Wormsley has been outstanding and i mean that so much he is such a workhorse and yet he still has the ability to he's got a lot of speed and also he has this wonderful attribute of being able to offload the ball well they're a great side uh you know grand
0: final and old Trafford. Uh, the venue and the event synonymous, it's going to be fantastic we will be there but here's a question for you, how many are going to join us at Old Trafford the the ticket sales I am told are well down on previous years for a a myriad of reasons You know, this game Steve-O, the Grand Final it should be sold out weeks ago, never mind waiting for who's got there, the Grand Final as an event should be sold out at the beginning
1: of June or July Correct. Simple as that. And in the olden days, as soon as the season started, you always bought a ticket for Wembley. It was a tradition. It didn't matter who was going to get there. We're going down to London. We're going to have a good time. We're going to go in the pubs. We're going to enjoy ourselves. It was an event. Look, Catalan Dragons have hired... They've
0: hired... Four jet planes to bring about a thousand supporters with them. And there might be a couple of hundred more that'll come on, on other forms of transport. I mean, look, we've, we've got the pandemic. We've got a fuel crisis that hopefully is coming to an end this weekend. It's difficult. I realize that it really is difficult. But since 2015, the attendances at Old Trafford and Hull last year, obviously there's empty, not been what they might have been. It's such a shame. They'll say Catalan Dragons aren't attractive enough. You know, that's nonsense. They should be everyone's second team.
1: Yeah, you're right. And uh, I also say that what we discussed earlier in regards to we've got to make it the event, not just the grand final. It's the event. I wonder what they're going to do, steve if in a few years'
0: time, both Toulouse, if they get there, and Catalan, are at Old Trafford because it could happen you know could it could easily happen what's going to happen then? They'll play it in Paris said
1: You think? Of course listen we've just had a grand final in Australia that's been played two Sydney teams right and they have to play it up in Queensland Look, you've got to develop certain schedules if this happens if this happens but we've got to make the grand final the event, similar to what they did years and years ago at Wembley. Yeah. Everybody was excited. I am going to London to watch the
0: the the talent cup. Yeah. Now you want them to say, well, let's go to Old Trafford, the theatre of dreams, and watch watch the grand final. I mean, that that is the ultimate. And we made it. We it was a full house six years ago. We had a full house. Yeah, we can, we can get back to that it will take a lot of hard work by the clubs by the Super League by the Rugby Football League by everybody the broadcasters I honestly believe we can get back to
1: that but it will take some it will take some time well here's, here's one idea that I've I've always thought should have been brought in years and years ago is the fact that if you are wanting to support your own club you'll pay for it, and it costs you X Well, why don't you add why to the tickets for the grand final you get at a reduced rate if you are a season ticket holder? In other words, give them a little bit of an incentive. I know they do this, that, and the other. But get people that go to watch their own team know in the back of their minds they can get a real bonus and get tickets for the grand final. It's like what you said earlier, Eddie you know it should have been sold out somewhere in March or April
0: yeah months ago it should it should well look we're, we're talking about a Toulouse-Catalan a grand final Featherstone they will have something to say about that they've got this million pound match to play on Sunday it'll be a hell of a battle scene though Toulouse 52 points per game on average this year Featherstone gritty determined team they'll fancy their chances they're needled already they've not been allowed to play in Toulouse this year They'll see this as the opportunity to put the record straight and put these friendship starts
1: right in their place, won't they? <laughs> oh, of course they will. I mean, I was watching the game and there was a couple of banners in the, in the stands. We know you hate us, but <laughs> we're coming to Super League. And look, I don't mind that sort of situation. It's just that it, it infuriates me. You'll probably get eight, 10,000 at each individual game but it's very rare and that's, well, one of the scenarios that the Ruby Football League and Super League have to address
0: Well, isn't it the responsibility of the Super League clubs themselves, Steve-O? Okay, if, if two French sides are in in 2022, surely the Super League clubs have got to start trying and properly to sell out the ground to their home support week in, week out. Have a little bit of Pride in your own town, pride in your own club, get along to the ground, sell it out, sell out to your home support, and then you don't have to rely
1: on away support. Well, the trouble is though, Eddie, um, I don't know how many thousand live in Featherston, but you, perhaps they can't get to a, a sort of situation where they sell out. It's look, we know it's difficult, but for all the years and years and years, of, you know self-interest. You know, we just want to look after our club. Do we want to spread it? Spread it? No. I mean, it was the same down in Australia when people said, what, they're bringing in a team from Queensland into the rugby football league in Australia? And there were complaints about that, about Brisbane. There was even complaints about Newcastle. (laughs) coming into and like newcastle's only like 80 kilometers away from central sydney but you've got to admire what the australians have done oh my word i mean we're talking about sellouts and
0: in queensland as you say at the weekend the grand final was a sellout two sides from the other side of the border in new south wales here's a lesson there's a lesson there what what a match what an occasion and hey the Panthers, your Penrith
1: Panthers, they did it for you, didn't they? They certainly did, but I have to give great credit to South Sydney. As I mentioned before, they had very little uh, position where they could launch their great players. They hardly got anywhere near, as I said, it it was maybe eight or ten times that they were in a dangerous situation where Penrith looked as though they could concede. I mean, to get back into that game, they probably only had about five or six clean breaks. That's how strong the Penrith defence was. And I'm pleased for them, you know, to come back and lose against Melbourne last year. And they said that, well, they quaked in their boots. It was overwhelming. They couldn't handle it. Boy, they've handled it this year, even despite some of the major players being injured. But what about Cleary? what a game I don't know how many kicks he he put up in the air but uh, it must be well over 25
0: well they have been the stars of the show all year they've struggled to get to the grand final Cleary's been an absolute part of it he's been the hub of everything they do and you're right you know they've come back after a grand final defeat last year and and they've won the big one this year. Do you think we'll see, I mean, here we go, now then, this is the big question, will we see a, a World Club Championship in 2022 between either Catalan and Saints and the Panthers? What do you think? Do you think that's a possibility?
1: Uh No, mainly due to the fact that we have to ensure that the World Cup is played next year. That is oh, our, ma- that's the ma- major objective.
0: Absolutely, but but they're opening the borders up, steve They're they're starting to fly again, aren't they, early in the new year, letting people out and in in Australia. I I understand that. Just maybe,
1: just maybe. Well, well, maybe. Obviously, whoever wins on the weekend, uh, they'll be looking for a trip down to Australia or even an Australian side to come over here. But it does create a lot of problems. Remember the Australians, New South Wales Rugby League, they said no, we're not going there because it's too yeah. dangerous. Yeah, they wouldn't come for the World Cup. They, would, Europe, they, they wouldn't they. they wouldn't risk it. Look, the pandemic's thrown everything up in the air, hasn't it? It's it's just that that sort of situation. Uh it, it was a, a sad end in many ways uh, for Bennett, wasn't it? The coach that's outside me. I mean, what a great coach he, he has been. And according to all the reports down under he will take charge of the new Queensland side outside the area of Brisbane. Not far, just 20 or 30 miles. There are four clubs wanting to join in. And Bennett has kept it very close to his chest, which particular club he will coach next year. But he'll be still involved, which is, which is fantastic. And he's an expansionist.
0: He's an internationalist. And okay, it was a bit of a pipe dream from me to say that you know we might have a world club championship. I don't, I don't suppose one minute we will, but you know I, I can dream, can't
1: I? I can dream. Well, of course you can. But I think once we we realise and, and get control over the pandemic, Eddie, we can then start spreading our wings. We can then start talking about uh, doing that and, and you know get the television coverage or whatever. And there's one of the clubs up in up in uh, Brisbane, just outside of Brisbane um they've had a huge boost because um Murdoch's company who owns the television and 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 newspapers down in Australia has said they'll pump in 20 to 30 million into a certain club if they join as the second Brisbane outfit and they're coming in in 22 or at least 23 at the latest Expansion,
0: expansion in Australia. And just before we go, Steve, let let's back to our, our grand final on, on Saturday. Uh, let's say good luck to everybody involved in the project Rowing for Rob this week. It, it's apparently an expedition to deliver the match ball to Old Trafford, paddling on the canal network, a hundred miles with many rugby league legends taking part. It's all for Rob Burrow and the motor neurone disease. Association. People can get involved by the Just Giving website. And of course, Rob presenting the Harry Sunderland Award to the man of the match on Saturday. It'll be a special moment on a very, very special day. In fact, two special moments when that ball comes in.
1: Yeah, and I'd like to congratulate every person involved in rugby league. Thank you very much for what you've done in regards to looking after Rob Burrow. We are fighting against this disease. And anybody who's put in even one dollar, thank you very much indeed. We know that a lot of people have put in far more than that. But it just shows that deep down, rugby league fans are the best in the world. Absolutely, absolutely. And people who've played
0: in the past are, are brilliant guys and they will do anything that they possibly can. Uh, to help out it, it will be a, a, a very special moment two special moments and it'll be a special day because we're going to be there you and me sat next to each other at the grand final once again uh, i don't want a commentary from you though okay uh, I, I don't want you chattering
1: on all the way through it all right well it'd be difficult for me to keep my mouth shut for such a long <laughs> time maybe as you <laughs> well know but all i can also say is that uh, thank you bet fred for inviting both of us Indeed. to watch the game in wonderful comfort I'm looking forward to it I think yes. it's gonna I think it's going to be an absolute belter of a final I really do and I I, I think that Saint Helen's will have to be at their best uh, because the courage and the determination that we'll see from the French outfit will be something to watch it'll be outstanding I'm sure you bring a couple of bob, bring a bit of plastic with you, and
0: get to the bar at Old Trafford because you know Man United need the money. Their play, you know, they spent a lot on the Ronaldo, and they spent a lot on these players coming in this year. They'll they'll be looking to take a couple of bob off you on Saturday night.
1: What position is Ronaldo playing on the weekend? Strum off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think any grand final, uh, the Wembley final at all, it's, uh, as I say, it, it's an event.
0: We will be there. And don't forget, this has been the 40th edition, the 40th edition of Eddie and Steve on the podcast. And what do they say? <laughs> Life begins at 40. Off we go, Steve. We're at Old Trafford. We're Old Trafford bound. Yes. And thank
1: you once again, Bet Fred.